It is the Heart of a Fighter show. I'm your coach, Coach Johan. This is the show where we talk everything fitness and nutrition. All the gyms are closed, so what do we do? Well, we want to stay motivated. I'm going to spend these next few shows talking about something educational. Something you could put in your back pocket. Something you could hang your hat on. Or we all go through these global changes. Enjoy it. Let me know what you think by reaching out to me. Alright, keep those heads up, chins up. Hey, and uh, this is part one. Here we go. Mm, If there was perfect eating, this would be the one to follow. So... I mean, really, guys, it's, it's, it's kind of simple, right? I'll have all of my people eat this kind of pattern. You'll notice here that the breakfasts that we're eating, right? They're decent. 400 calories. Okay. No big deal. I definitely, I'm always going to put in the snack after your breakfasts. Especially if you have workout concerns in the morning. So you got your snack here. Your lunch. Alright, so let's compare real quick. Notice your lunch here, right? Just going to have 200 calories, for example, with this person. 400 for breakfast, so it's just more. You're just adding calories uh, earlier in the day. Sloping downward. By the middle of the day. So that's not like a huge slap in the face. We get to the middle of the day again, or I guess, you know, like lunchtime or so after lunch before our workout. So this is going to be like a post workout. We're talking about right here. We're going to have another snack. Snacks like 150. Here it is 150 right there. Right? And then here you go, boom, a big plate of delicious food. Take note at the the quality of the food. Okay, so without doing too many recipes here for you guys, what we did was uh, a meat, you had your lamb, you have your veggies, and you have white rice right here. And you can see that this, whoops, Sorry about that. This one goes to 100 or 500 calories. I'm sorry about that. You can see that we get to about 500 calories, right? The same thing is pork chops, spinach. You know, you can do the brown rice here. Personally, I'm not a fan. I think it tastes disgusting, so I never even eat it. But of course, guys, when we're talking about clean eating, a lot of folks, a lot of you will mistake clean eating for brown rice. You guys will forget pork chops, right? Pork chops is, that's that's not chicken, that's not hen, that's not clean eating, is it? Right? Well, it can be, because for this particular person, we need less than, we need 1,800 calories a day. This is a girl, this is a woman who needs 1,800 calories. And we're definitely 
Okay, she needs 1800. We're definitely going to suggest on those days where she's working out hard and she gets in some lamb sometimes, or maybe it's. Um, here's the key right here. It's only three ounces. Maybe instead of lamb, it's it's you know, uh, it's 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 flank steak. It's steaks. It's a you know steak in your salad, whatever. But you have your three ounces. This portion is huge. Would you guys listen to me or anyone else? Well, under the mis connotation, the misguided directives of a few overzealous nutritionists over the years, hell no, that's not clean eating. But what are we really looking for when we're talking about clean eating? When we eat, you know, three, four ounces of chicken, like what's the difference between getting in your chicken versus getting in your lean or red meats, right? The chicken has less fat. So you're going to get fewer calories, but it's three ounces. So how many calories, right, are we really taking down in those three ounces? Maybe it's 50, right, somewhere around there. Have you guys ever looked up the calorie count or the nutrition content of brown rice versus white rice? Brown rice contains an insignificantly higher amount of fiber. That's... Pretty much it. I think there's a couple extra vitamins in there too. But that's it. Right? Of course, eating your vegetables is always... There's a lot of ways to do it. Where you're roasting your vegetables and you're eating them with... On the side. Whether it's creaming them with uh, low-fat milk, which is very doable. Whether it's having a salad before you eat. These are ways that I suggest people get their vegetables. Now when you have your vegetables in front of you, you get as many types of colors and variety as possible, right? So it's not just broccoli, I guess, which is the default vegetable. These are all means for us to eat clean instead of eating three specific types of foods. Because guys, when we eat three specific types of foods, for long stretches of time, we're adhering to a diet, right? When we start adhering to a diet, we're limiting the rest of our food choices. As we continue to limit the rest of our food choices, we accept difficulties and struggles that have little to do with our actual inability to judge our hunger and the meaning of our hunger and instead we start saying oh it's so hard i have to go and eat chicken again you know what i'm gonna do eat anything else but chicken right we want to so what happens with our diets is we get we start to mistake the rigors of a diet with the actual rigors of eating for health and so we attack our, our triggers are the poor diet. Our behaviors are to overeat. And so the diet starts triggering our overeating instead of our former habits, which can be addressed that trigger our former, that trigger our overeating. Now I'm overeating and I call it a cheat meal 
and it's caused by our diet. When in actuality, having a really long stressful day triggers my overeating. I can deal with the long stressful day. It, the diet, I, there's no leeway. There's no variety. And they're just straight up boring. <laughs> Diets are boring. DNA diets, blood type diets, Ornish diets, and Atkins diets, and keto diets, and they're all boring. And most of those are ill-suited to, to performance gains, but can help you lose weight in the long term. But guys, you're in the gym all the time. I, I'm sure of it. And so what we do instead is we want to give you or give our trainees or our friends or whoever we're helping a means to eat better and get far away, right, from the idea that there is such thing as clean and perfect eating because there isn't. So how does someone that's super athletic manage to eat consistently throughout their lives and not gain a lot of weight the answers have everything to do with balance as unsexy as it might be in their eating and discovering a pattern of eating that supports metabolism one of the quickest ways guys that we adjust when we are talking about our eating has to do with our ratios right so I remember, um, man, like maybe eight years ago, I was doing a presentation. After the presentation, one of the most unhealthy men at the presentation that worked for the company that I was talk speaking to, to at the time was outside just chain smoking, cracking jokes, cracking jokes about his divorces, about whatever. He was the most unhealthy man there by a mile and everybody knew it he's a very important man too right he had a high rank at the company they need him around need him to be healthy and here he is just being lazy sitting on his butt he smokes a lot of cigarettes he talks the most his numbers were terrible his blood sugar numbers his cholesterol numbers his his um, um, hypertensive numbers his blood pressure bad and I would assume that if he was eating 30% of his diets from fat that I would not suggest to someone that has problems picking foods like he did to eat more fats which would be in line with like a paleo diet right the induction phase where you're eating like 60 or 70% fats butter and avocado this is an amateurish insouciant regurgitation of advice to give to someone like that in all cases this is easily because of two things one someone that is already this heavy and unhealthy is making poor food choices and would continue to make them as you prescribe that they eat more fat and two because fats have the most calories in them and so the instruction that they should be eating nothing but garbanzo beans and, you know, PB2 powdered peanut butter would fall on deaf ears at that point. Such a person would need lots of coaching over time uh, and be taught how to change in the long term. But when we're talking, guys, about calories, we know that fats are 9 calories per gram. 
aren't they? Fats are 9 calories per gram. Proteins are 4. Proteins are 4, sorry about that. 4 calories per gram. Less than half the amount in 1 gram of fat. So when we adjust, you would say, oh, in that case, when I want to adjust my eating, I'm going to go ahead and adjust my fats first. No. Staggering. Staggering, you guys, is the cure to eating perfect. Right? You want to eat for your activity level for the day. And what that means is you stagger the amount of calories you take in, the amount of uh, protein you take in. Staggering is a method that I have devised that might also be known as carb cycling or intermittent fasting or, um, or those are the t main mainstream names for it. But it's really protein staggering because when we adjust, especially as athletes and super active folks, you guys, you want to adjust first your protein. Because there's never a day where we're going to eat less and less protein until it's down to like 5%. We're always adjusting to eat protein. And I don't mean 40%. That's too much. But we are always adjusting to eat protein. Carbs and fats, we adjust down. Right? Not in the same day. But we adjust down a lot of the times. Proteins... We only adjust down when we have cardio-intensive days. Then we're going to up our carbohydrates. This balance right here of carbs to fat to protein, not necessarily in this order, right? Protein staggering means on days where I'm getting in my lifting, I'm going to eat more, up to 25, maybe even 30 for high-level and competitive athletes, protein. Then I'm going to downregulate my uh, carbohydrates and fats accordingly. On days where I work out and do my cardiocentric workouts, I can down adjust my protein, but to no less than 15% ever. And up then, say, to 65% carbohydrates, 15% uh, from fat, or even less than that from fat. Yeah, maybe we can do 15, let's do 20, 20, 60, 20 protein, 65, and 15% fat. Okay, that's probably a better ratio, or it's definitely a better ratio for you guys. And we stagger those days on a Monday for cardio, Tuesday for lifting, Wednesday for cardio, Thursday for lifting, etc. Protein staggering. This is an idea that maintains our current metabolism and has nothing to do with binge eating and cheat days, which clean and perfect eating often lead to. So you guys, I wanted to talk a little bit more about the results of eating normally. Hey, perfect eating 